It is Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by Fubo. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well, as we are getting you all set for the World Baseball Classic Final. How you doing, my dude? I'm doing great. Uh, another amazing night of the WBC last night. We're going to be talking all about it during the show. And then I had a game today for my youth team that would have coincided with the final. Oh. It's raining here in L.A. The game's going to yes, be canceled. So I'll be on my couch with my family watching the game, and I'm definitely excited about that. Yep, same here. Brady had his game washed out, so we'll all be together watching Team USA against Oh, Team I'm going to come over. Oh, yeah, come on over, please. Okay. I'll bring the fan. That'll be nice. Okay. Hey, question for you. Are you looking for an awesome way to stream your team's games this upcoming season? Yes. If you are, Bubo has got you covered. Bubo, of course, a streaming service, more than 200 live channels, sports, movies, shows, and news. They have Fox. They have FS1. They have FS2, which has come in handy over the last few weeks for your World Baseball Classic games. They also have, of course, the mothership, ESPN, to bring you all the big-time matchups, including Sunday Night Baseball, the most local sports of the lowest price, so you never have to miss your team's games, which is big today in the streaming world. So visit FuboTV.com slash baseball today to see which channels are in your lineup and score 15% off your first month. And also, quick reminder, get your questions in for our FuboTV question of the week. Got to get them in by Thursday so we can put the best one on Friday's show. So that way you can become famous and get baseball today swag. Yes. yes. Thank you. Let's get to it. We've got an awesome final because Team Japan waited until the very last pitch of the game in the semifinal against Mexico to take its first lead. Here's how it sounded for the fans in the Far East. Oh, boy. Everything just sounds so much cooler in a language other than English sometimes, doesn't it? I thought that uh, that was great, obviously. I thought Joe Davis did a good job with it for our language as well. Um, What an incredible moment, dude. Unreal. Unreal. Um, What was the moment you'll take away from that game last night? Because I know that there were probably 20 that we could all talk about. Is there something you can boil it down to? I think it was just the, the quality of the bats throughout the game. You know, we saw some really good pitchers out there. And then when you have uh, Urias off of Sasaki, that guy had been absolutely cruising. He gets an 0-1 splitter, and he finally hangs a pitch and puts it into the middle of the plate. Urias doesn't miss it. 3 nothing. Mexico's up. That was awesome. Yoshida comes back off Romero. He gets down to two strikes, and the Romero kind of flips that change up up there. And I'm telling you this right now, Chris. Like an American hitter, I think that's a strikeout. But the changeup kind of looks like a splitter. And what a Japanese player see a lot of splitters. Yoshi was a little out in front of that one, kept his hands through it. Another incredible at bat. And obviously, uh, oh, I like the Yamakawa too. I forgot about that about coming off the mm. bench, ripping that high heater, kind of getting on top of it to cut that lead down to one, because that's a big difference going into the bottom of the ninth Dude. down one or down two. That's a completely different ball game. Uh, so that was a big at bat. Then obviously uh, Murakami coming there. Uh, after struggling all game and, and having a great at bat, getting a pitch right down the middle, but he cracked that thing. 
to put them ahead. So I thought the quality of the bats were awesome. Uh, the pitchers were great, but these guys really just kind of locked in when they needed to, and it changed the game. Yeah, he had struggled more than just in that game where he had punched yes. out three times. He had struck out 11 of his 21 uh, at-bats in the WBC. This is for a highly decorated player, middle-of-the-order yes. guy. Um, so for me, a few things. We we love the emotion of this sport. But for a lot of us, Japanese baseball means order, means emotionless, feels a little robotic. Every detailed is gone over several times. It's what makes them wonderful at the sport that they love the most in that country. And I loved seeing those guys led by Shohei, who a couple of times when he got on was firing up the troops. Like I loved seeing that part of it. And I thought that was amazing. The, I have to admit, Japan is the team I watched the least outside of Cuba during this tournament. It just didn't work for the time frames that I was on. And Shame on me because I wish I had watched more of their their team. Um, they're really awesome. You're right. Like I, I could only imagine how frustrating it was for a Japanese fan watching that the entire game because they had so many opportunities and they just couldn't punch it in. Yeah, they they had a lot of runners in scoring position. They were moving guys over, bunting guys over, playing the game. You know, kind of what I like to call the right way—a mix of of uh, selfless at bats with some power mixed in. Um, they they're incredible to watch and, and they, yeah, people think about them as just like fundamentally sound. These guys have power on the mound oh, at the great. plate. They are a complete team. Uh, Yoshida is going to be a stud by the way, this year, Fenway. Yeah. He, well, Holy he, smokes. Is he good? He looks really, really good. I, I'm still tempering my expectations because it's, yeah. I think it's a little bit different once we get to the big league uh, season, but like, yes, he's impressed me uh, more than I thought he would. Yeah. Didn't he throw somebody out at the plate too? I thought that was – yeah, night. he did. Oh, would he throw Manessis yeah, out? It would have been six to three, right? Yes. He gunned him yeah, out. That was like he wasn't even close. <laughs> Come on, Joe. by the way, Shudo – so when they put the pinch runner in for him, Shudo, I was like, God, really? Is that what we're doing? And damn, that manager is like, yeah, Rose, this is why. That guy, he made it from first to home in like just over 10 seconds. Yeah, he was like on Otani's, on Otani's ass right there. Like he was there. Which is – yeah. Oh, and he can so fly. Awesome. You're right. Uh, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Team Mexico and how great they were throughout the tournament. I loved watching them. Um, you know, we know a lot of their lineup. There aren't stars in it. They're really solid players all over the board that you're going to see throughout Major League Baseball this season. They really were a fun team to watch. Sandoval was sensational. Incredible. I felt terribly for them at the end of the game. I, I was so happy they all came out and kind of tipped their caps at the end and got a standing ovation. I, they were they were great, and they got some cool-ass uniforms. Dude, I mean, as a, a guy that grew up playing against Mexican ball players like my entire life, I, I knew this is a bunch of grinders there, dude. These guys know yeah. how to play the game. They're very good at baseball. They're very passionate about baseball. Uh, so none of that none of that surprised me at all. Like They, they know how to play the yep. game. So now it's Japan versus Team USA tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern. Teammates versus teammates in this one. Is it a great thing or is it sad? This will be the greatest team accomplishment for either Trout or Otani since Otani came over to the States. He, he did win a championship over in Japan in 2016. 
it is too early to rip on the angels, Chris. We got to stop, man. Come on, dude. Well, hold on here. But this is, once again, everybody always thinks I rip on people. I am a facts guy. Is it you a, are fact a fact that this would be the greatest team accomplishment for either one of these guys? It's true. And it's been a blast. Like you mentioned, seeing Otani like kind of uh, have that joyful exuberance and the same with, with Trout. I mean, he's been, he's been leading the way for team USA as well. I mean, just seeing these guys play with that emotion, you get it every once in a while during this year, uh, the season with the angels. But I think, you know, this is just hyped up to the max right now. Um, we need to see him in the playoffs. Uh, will it be a travesty if it never happens? Yes. Is it a possibility this year? I think so. Like we saw Patrick Sandoval kind of do his thing and he's going to be in that rotation that we were always talking about. Um, I hope it happens in the, at the Bailey level. Um, what I think will be peak is if we see Otani versus Trout at the end of this of game. I mean, we like as a, as a baseball world, we need to see that happen. And let me ask you this question. If that happens, who do you think has the advantage? I think Shohei does. Me too. Well, any pitcher does, right? Yeah. I think if you haven't seen his stuff, well, you know what? I wonder if he's hit against him in a backfield or something. Probably has. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if he Probably has, it's been a, a few times. It's been a few times and not in a situation like this. So we say Otani's got the advantage, but we're talking about Mike freaking Trout at the plate. We need to see this happen, Chris. Yeah. I think it's this is part of the reason I'm – I mean, listen, obviously I'm American. I would like to see us win. But part of my curiosity is to see how Mike Trout celebrates afterward because I haven't seen it. Guys never won a playoff series. He did have a year where they were awesome in 2014. I think they were the number one seed going into that uh, – that tournament that year, but I haven't seen him celebrate anything ever. I'd like to see it. Me and Mike Trout, huh? <laughs> Quite frequently, you two are mentioned in the same breath. Yeah, you know. Why does he have uh, hoity-toity friends who have twenty-five thousand square foot mansions in Deer Valley? I think he has that in Deer Valley. I was going to say if he wanted to. Hey, you know who was there? He might have. Off, off subject, Johnny Damon was also there at the same time. I didn't see him, but that was the talk. You mean he was in Deer Valley? Yes. How did you, did you check out his Instagram? Did No, one of the guys told me. One of the one of the guys that worked there told me. Found out I played baseball. He relayed it. Why are we talking about this right now? Because you brought it up. Oh, my bad. Uh, I guess to answer my own question... It is a little sad that this is this could be the pinnacle for Trout. As I said, Otani won something in 2016 in Japan, but he hasn't. Do you know that since he came over here, he's played five seasons now. They have finished fourth four times, and last year they made it all the way to third, even though they only had 73 wins. It's too early. I Stop doing this right now. Let's focus on what we have in front of us, which is a chance to see two of the greatest players of all time face off for their countries in a final. We need to see it. Will you be disappointed if uh, Shohei does not pitch? A little bit. And I'm not saying that, you know, uh, I understand that he, you know, has to think about a season coming up. Uh, but because they keep like, they don't say no. They're not saying he's not going to pitch. They say there's a chance he's going to pitch. It would be in relief. It would be at the end of the game. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I'd be a little bit disappointed. Wouldn't you? 
What if the game is uh, nine to four and Trout comes up? Do you still want to see him pitch against him or only yes. in a situation where the game, where it's meaningful? I'd rather see a meaningful situation, but I would just love to see the matchup. I mean, anyone that follows baseball, it doesn't matter the score. You'd want to see that matchup. I know the intensity would be a little bit different, but I mean, you're still seeing these guys in what might be the first time of many times they face each other. Uh, but it would be awesome to see it be Japan and against U.S. Yeah. All right, so here we go. It's Merrill Kelly, not against you, Darvish. He's going to piggyback here. They're going to throw a lefty instead out of the gate. What are you most looking forward to tonight? All right, when I watch baseball games, I I, I think I probably watch them a little bit different than most people. I, I want to see who like the unsung hero is going to be. Last night uh, during the Mexico-Japan game, Austin Barnes behind the plate like made so many impressive blocks to save runs. You know, We had a lot of runners in scoring position for Japan. He was down there doing his thing. I want to see who the unsung hero will be in this game. Uh, we saw uh, Japan bunt runners over. Uh, have really selfless at bats. Like, will the U.S. do that? Will we see uh, Tim Anderson drop a bunt down or somebody else do that? Will someone, you know, just move a runner over to put someone in scoring position? Will someone make a great defensive play, like a heady defensive play that will alter the course of the game? Those are the things that I really like to see, and those kind of are the unsung heroes. But I, I want to see something like that happen. I'm very curious. If something is going to happen like that, and I'm curious to see who it's going to be. For some reason in my mind, I keep thinking about Tim Anderson uh, having like an incredible game tonight at second base. Well, he's had a good tournament. He's been fun. But if they say on the broadcast one more time that Mark DeRosa has been so impressed with Tim Anderson, what they ought to bring up is the clip of D-Row when he was killing him when he chucked the bat against the Royals. <laughs> bring that back from MLB Central. Play that and ask him what's changed. Mm. Take it a layer deeper, if you don't mind. Okay, okay. Um, well, I, that's what I'd ask Dero. I mean, I had him on before he got to know Tim Anderson on the Rose Rotation. I'd love to know what changed for him. Hey, man, you get to anyway. really know a guy and see what he's all about. It changes things. I, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you exactly. But I want to hear what it was. Um. So Darvish is not going to start, which is a little disappointing for me, but we will be seeing him. And I think he's going to play a prominent role. Uh, he, of course, was there in 2009 when Japan won its second consecutive WBC crown. I wonder how important this is to him. He's had an outstanding major league career, I think. And if you look at his playoff numbers, if you just look at the numbers across the board, you'll be like, oh, it's just been a so-so postseason career. That's not true. He's actually worked into the sixth in seven of his 11 playoff starts. He's allowed two earned runs or less in seven of those starts. On the biggest stage in the World Series in 2017, he pitched less than four innings in his two starts against uh, the Astros and got lit up for eight earned. And I, w I wonder if this is like his true World Series. So I'll kind of be watching that. A lot of guys, some guys there have... Great numbers against him. Arenado, Schwarber's hit a couple bombs. Trey Turner's hitting like 350 against him. Goldschmidt has a couple of homers, but I think he's also struck out 13 times in 31 ABs against him. So there's a lot of data on the on these matchups. So I'll be seeing, I'll be really tuned into that. That's another good point. I'm curious to see how DeRose is gonna like utilize the bullpen. He's kind of got like everyone ready to oh. go. 
got everyone at his disposal. So I, I like to see how managers navigate in a game like this where you're typically not going to have your starter go what, more than three or four innings. I mean, I think if he gets three out of Kelly, he'll be ecstatic. And then how do you navigate the rest of the game? Yeah, I mean, Kyle Freeland's the next long guy. Well, Brady Singer's around, too. He was up the other night. So he does have some options there. I can tell you who I don't think is getting in the game, unfortunately. Who's that? Daniel Bard. Oh, stop. He might. Well, you don't know that. You really think he could hand him the baseball after those two appearances? I think if it comes down to it and you need someone, you can. I mean, these guys are very good players. You're not going to judge them by one outing. That's what I think. Do you think if he has anybody else available, he would go to Daniel Bard? I don't know. Depends on the matchup, I guess. I, I know what you're saying, Chris. I, I get it. Like he has, there's not a lot of trust. And, and especially right now, these guys have been telling DeRosa, look, you don't have to worry about hurting anybody's feelings. Treat this like a World Series game. And this is the final. So I, I understand that. I'm just saying I wouldn't give up on a guy because of one bad outing. But in this game no, in particular, it- there's other guys I would use in front of him, yes. Right, and I feel terribly about it because he's he's resurrected his career out in Colorado. Yeah. I mean, he was done in Boston. Couldn't find home plate and found it, got a nice extension for himself. We're all rooting for him, but it's like, man, tough to watch right now. Okay. You want to give a winner now or at the end of the show? Well, I think we're kind of done talking about the WBC, especially this final. So well, let's go now. Um I just I I think this lineup is too much. I think the USA offensive lineup is too much. I think they're going to go. I told you Mike Trout got that. He's had a really good um, tournament, but I think he that that swing to right got him locked in. I think he's going to have a big moment. I think that that lineup is just too much for uh, Japan to overcome. I think the US ends up winning this game. Okay, I've got uh, seven to five. Team USA is the winner. And okay. I think that Goldie's going to get some sort of huge hit today. Okay. I mean, look, this is going to be a classic. And I, at least I, I hope so, because every single time, like, man, this tournament can't continue to be as good as it's been. Right. And it just keeps getting better and better. So I hope, I hope, Chris, we have a climax. Me and you together on that couch, and we see this tournament Whoa. climax together. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Okay. We're, I know we're close and everything, but, you know, let's – Talking Chill. baseball here. I'm talking baseball. No, wait, no, this is baseball today. Okay. Oh, you're talking baseball and baseball. Braves with a couple of moves. They sent down Vaughn Grissom and Braden Shoemake. So it sounds like Orlando Arcia will be their opening day shortstop against the Washington Nationals. Is that good enough for you? I think so to start the year. Um, I'm a fan of his. I know that you know he doesn't have the shiny offensive numbers and some of the defensive stuff doesn't work, but I think if you put him on the field, you're, you're okay with it, especially when you're surrounding him with what the Braves have out there. It's definitely kind of a shock. I thought Von Grissom was kind of in the lead to do it. Or, I mean, Shoemaker is kind of a glove-first guy that's had a really nice offensive spring. Um, the thing that got me was they've had Grissom working with uh, Ron Washington this whole time. There's videos being put out about how good he's been doing. And then I got a quote here from, from Anthopolis, and I'm going to read it to you right now. 
look, we don't know how Vaughn's going to hit. He's got to earn the job. Arcia can do it too, but Wash really believes in Vaughn. We believe in Vaughn too, but we're going to go with who we think that expert in the area is. And I don't know anybody better in the game than Ron. So it sounds to me like Ron Washington said, I don't think this guy's ready, right? That's what reading into that quote, that's what it seems like. I actually put a text out to our guy, Peter Moylan. And I said, what happened with Grissom? Because I thought he was going to be the guy. And he said also, he just hasn't done enough to win the job yet. He needs some ABs and reps, but I watched him today and it's in there. So whether it's Washington just being like, hey, I think we should go with our C and to let this guy get a little bit more seasoning in AAA as we continue to work with them. Or is this a service time thing? I don't know. There certainly seems to be something up in the air. I do think he'll be up there at some point uh, during the year manning shortstop. Uh, but Arcia is a, a fully capable stopgap for him as we start the season. Arcia had uh, some of his most productive numbers last season, even though he played less than half the season for the Braves a year ago. Um, they don't need offense out of him. I got to be honest with you. No. The way that team's built, right? Matt Olson's killing it in the spring. Gave Austin Riley 200 mil. Okunia's a stud. Albies is back. Michael Harris Jr. is a guy you already extended after less than a full season. You you just brought in one of the best offensive catchers in baseball. I, I don't care. Can the guy catch the ball at shortstop? Because as up and down as Dansby Swanson was at times with the stick, I always felt like you could depend on him. I mean, he might have gone into some defensive slumps here or there, but he worked all himself all the way to becoming a gold glover a year ago. That was huge. You can't be kicking the ball away. I haven't watched a lot of the the Braves games uh, in spring training. In fact, I've watched zero Braves games in spring trainings, but I've seen uh, Grissom has had good offensive numbers. I haven't seen how he's looked at shortstop. All I know is he'll continue to do Ron Washington's program. And when they think he's ready, I think, I think he ends up being the guy, Chris. We'll see. I, listen, here's the other thing. They could trade for somebody during the year. They still have a ton of ammo, a ton yep. of it. Even with all these big trades that they've made in recent years, with particularly with the A's, there's still guys they have. Uh, last thing, we'll circle back to the World Baseball Classic. We we didn't even mention Randy Rosarena, who made another great catch last night, uh, continues to have fun out there, signing autographs mid-inning during a break, all that sort of stuff. Uh, has he had the biggest popularity breakout during this tournament? Yeah, I mean, I know Shohei's had a huge uh, social media uh, boom, so that you can probably yep. talk about him as well. But Randy, the way he's played the game is just awesome. I, I think he's made it the most fun of anybody. I mean, there he had the stare down. The next catch, he just took the ball and threw it backwards into the stands. I love the fact that he's signing autographs like in between pitches. I love the story about how he got on a team Mexico. He slid into the president's DMs on Instagram. Is that real life, dude? And it's just cool. I mean, look, he says he's found a home in Mexico and he wanted to be a citizen. He wanted to play for the WBC uh, for Team Mexico. So this is a a feel-good story. And a lot of times, you know, with that, that's all you get. But this guy's been producing too. And he was everywhere in the outfield last night, just making catches. Every time a ball got hit out there, I was like, there's no way he's catching this one either. Or he's going to catch this one again. And he kept catching him. And then finally, Shohei, he uh, 
hits the double to start the ninth. I think after the game, he was like, we're just trying not to hit it to left field. So he right. ends up pulling the ball. But it's pretty funny. Randy is Rand, – we all know Randy and how awesome he is. We call him the best to ever do it. Uh, we've seen him with the Cowboy boots. We've seen him crawling into home plate uh, during the World Series. Like, this guy's had moments already. Uh, but this stage was – I mean, he was built for this stage. He was built for these types of crowds. Um, he was built to play with that type of emotion. So this is like people who are in baseball know Randy. This was definitely him introducing himself to the world stage. And I think he's he's going to be on a lot of people's favorite players list. A lot of those young guys, that a lot of young kids will watch this tournament. They're going to start naming Randy a Rosarena when they get asked who their favorite player is. How many little leaguers are going to hit a double and then do the pose at second base? I, I mean, hope a lot of them. I love it, dude. I'm t- I've sent an email out this morning to all my team. I said, we're not going to play today, but you're watching that game tonight because I'm going to ask the kids about it. Good. little homework assignment. That way, Coach Trev. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we saw Shohei and Rosarena pose together in a photo. I love that. I, I thought that was cool. And, um, yeah, I think, like, his first trip to the Bronx, those guys in the outfield will be talking to him the whole time. And I think he'll have a great time with it. I talked to somebody in the Rays organization about him. They said he's actually really quiet. Yeah. Um, a little on the inconsistent side, but when he is focused, when he's laser focused, like he has been in this tournament, they're like, he's unbeatable. He really is. Got talent. He's fun to watch. I'd be curious if they try and try and extend him. We'll see. Rays do things differently, man. I love when he just held the ball and stood there. Like, how do you, how do you like have that? Okay, you make a play. It's a big freaking play. You rob a home run to like, you know, keep your team ahead in the game. And then your first right. thought is to just stand there and soak in the moment. It's amazing, dude. Like the to be able to do that, you got to be a little bit different. And Randy's definitely a little bit different. He is. That's fun. That's fun. All right, we're back at it again on Wednesday. Plenty to talk about. Plus, we might even start some divisional previews. I got to map it out. Do you think we can talk about all World Baseball Classic stuff tomorrow in the first 12 minutes of the show and then do a divisional preview in about 15 minutes? I think we can. I think we can do whatever we put our minds to, see, Rosie, me and you. I'm going to be putting our mind to it. So be ready to roll tomorrow. What was your prediction again? Seven to five U.S.? Yeah. 7-5 Seven to five U.S., but I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I think it's going to be four two U.S. Four two. Wow. Okay. Don't forget to get your Fubo question of the weekend. Okay, you'll become famous if we read it on Friday's show, and you'll get some baseball today swag for our one of a kind producer, Dan, and Trevor Plouffe. I'm Chris Rose. We will see you Wednesday here on Baseball Today.